Seven minutes after 10 o'clock, if you just turn the radio on, a whole bunch of students with student loan debt are are saying, you know what, we're just going to boycott. We're just not going to pay the, le- the debt. The problem with this is when they don't pay the debt, you and I have to pay the debt. It's the taxpayers that are held because the government's involved in it. If the government weren't involved in it, it would just be the banks that deal with it. And, and I want them to suffer. I, I think if I'm stuck holding the bag, if I'm compelled to pay your debt, forced at gunpoint to come up with money out of my paycheck to pay your student loan debt, you should suffer a consequence that sends a message. And it shouldn't just be, well, well we sold the debt to a collection agency. In seven years, that won't make much difference. Uh, Jeff says the IRS should garnish the wages of student loan debtors that don't pay. By the way, Springfield over-the-air radio is down. So if you're in Springfield, give me a call. Let me know if you can hear us. (laughs) That's different. That's not the same, Brian. It's not like saying, hey, Springfield, uh, the radio station is, you know, temporarily uh, having a problem. Because that, of course, wouldn't it do us any good. makes me recall an event where a listener was calling a radio station telling us <laughs> we were off the air. And I said, yes, we know. She goes, well, why don't you announce it? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that clever? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, come on, Gary. If I got the same kind of service from a mechanic or a carpenter, but most of these kids are getting from the university, I would refuse to pay them, too. That being said, I kind of like Roger's way of thinking. I'd make them ineligible for any kind of government program if they're not paying back what they owe. Keith says, uh, who's to say they can't revoke their degree? They can revoke their degree, fine them, withhold their pay for repayment. That's what I think we should be doing. Take away their right to vote. I like that idea. Revoke their driving privileges. I don't know, can the federal government do that to a state? I don't think so. I got a whole bunch more of those, but I'm really caller-driven, so I'm going to go grab Tony's call in Fordland. Good morning, sir. Good morning. You're coming in loud and clear on AM 560 down here. I don't know about the other uh, FM station that KWTO carries, but you're doing good on AM. All right, uh, beautiful. Thank loans. you. My wife and my, my eldest son both have student loans. Uh, since there's been this reprieve on student loans, my wife was a little nervous, so we've been saving all of her student loan payments the whole time that COVID's been affecting all this. So she's got her money, even the back money. She could almost pay off her student loan now. My eldest son, on the other hand, is 29, and he's one of the uh, 42% of student loan borrowers say they shouldn't have to pay it back because it wasn't all that they said it was going to be. No, 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 no. Uh, first off, that doesn't matter if it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to turn out. So you didn't become a politician with your poly science degree. I love my son, but he didn't become that. He makes way more money taking care of dogs, <laughs> like 1500 a week, which is insane. So um, that doesn't matter if it didn't work out the way you wanted it to. Uh, that's not my problem. The problem is, is you went down there and you said, I want to go to college. And they said, sure, we'll just give you the money here. You just sign right here. You do it. Well, that's your debt. It's not my debt. It's not anyone else's debt. If they garnish your wages, take your tax return, whatever else, that's the way it has to be. I don't think that you're going to be able to take their voting rights or their driver's license. I don't think the federal government has that much 
effect on the state. I know a lot of states wouldn't agree with that. Um, but the point, uh, the whole thing is, is that you borrowed it, so you have to pay it back. I don't care how long it takes you. I don't care if it takes the next 40 years of your life, 50 years of your life. The problem I see was when the government privatized the loans because the interest rates went stupid on student loans after that. We can solve that. That's easy. You just tell the banks, look, on student loans, you got a cap. If you want to get in this program and loan students money, you got a cap. You can't go beyond 8%. I'm sorry. I know you want to jack Go ahead. I think you're going the wrong way with this. I think you got to get the government out of the student loan business. You've got to let banks handle it based on credit histories uh, and and uh, make sure that uh, they're credit worthy before you loan them the money. Uh, I think if that happens, uh, a couple of things. One, the cost of tuition goes down because now uh, there's no guarantee they're going to get more money if they raise their tuition prices. Right now, because the government guarantees it, they just keep driving up the price because the marketplace never says that's too much. They well, the just... downside to yeah, the downside to saying you got to have the right credit to do it. I mean, that would be great and all, but then we got to hear the next thirty years of you're discriminating against poor people, you're discriminating against poor people of color. To save that argument, which I'm tired of hearing that argument all the way around, I just say put a fixed rate on it. That's it. No. You, you don't have to have a great credit, but you got to have a fixed rate. And guess what? There's no bankruptcy for it. There should never be bankruptcy for this. There well, should be bankruptcy for medical, in my opinion. <laughs> That's another talk show. Well, <laughs> Gary the liberal, who who really does exist, <laughs> and is a friend of mine, uh, went to school and paid his way. He worked at uh, some shoe store and all kinds of places to come up with enough money to get his degree. And if he could do it, I don't care what color your skin is, what religion you are, you could do it too. Get the government. You know that out argument will come up. <laughs> you know it for thirty years of that. You're discriminating. Oh man, those thirty year things are killing me. All hey, right. Have a great day, man. Thanks, go. Tony. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show. But actually, that answers Becky's uh, query here. Her, her. If I had a mechanic or, or a carpenter that that was doing as lousy a job as the universities, I wouldn't pay either. Yeah, but if you went to the bank and took out a loan to pay the carpenter, you'd have to pay the bank back. Uh, change the debt forgiveness plan. Only forgive the last 1% to 5% on a chosen date sometime out. The rest has to be paid before then to get any of the forgiveness. Well, that's still saying, no, you don't. Your word doesn't mean anything. Larry, good morning. Morning, Gary. I was driving down the road and I listened to this John that called in a while ago. Sounds like the world owes John a living. John is a Democratic mooch. He probably don't pay his damn house payment or car payment or nothing. He probably got mom and dad to do it for him. Well, I can't I, stand people like that. Yeah, I'm not going to cast you know, this. If you make the loan, pay the damn thing back. Yeah, that's probably the way you've lived your life, right? You betcha. I'm behind you all the way. You know, if you can't pay up, don't go. All right. Larry, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I don't want to cast aspersions on that first caller because I, I don't know what he's... He's know. not a Democrat. Yeah. But uh, I do believe he should pay back the loan. Uh, let me go to Larry next. Larry, good morning. Good morning. A couple things. One, I do agree that they ought to withhold all their government... Social Security, uh, 
let's say if they get any income tax money back, that goes directly. And I don't think they can withhold their voting rights, but I wish they could. The next thing is, why don't the schools themselves lend the money? Missouri, University of Missouri's got this big, long dowry that they got all kinds of money. They got enough money to pay a $100,000 fine because the people went on the field. Why don't they make the loans, get the government get the government out of it, and get the banks out of it? Well, that's an option. If the government, uh, if the University of Missouri is privatized and not getting any tax dollars, then they can do that. And right. I'm And I'm fine with it. Or you could alternately go to a bank and say, uh, here I am, uh, I want to borrow this money, or my father or mother will come in and co-sign. Uh, that's the way it should be done. Right. But, but uh, you know, if, if the government keeps guaranteeing loans, no matter how much money you need to borrow, they'll just keep raising tuition fees and doing all kinds of stupid things with your money uh, that, okay. that don't give people the education they need to succeed in life. Another thing, your other caller talked about bankruptcy. 99% of the people in this country don't actually do what bankruptcy was made to do. I owned a business for 40 years. I had people file bankruptcy on me. All that bankruptcy does is say that I, as a business owner, can't hassle that person for money. I can't turn them over to a collection agency. But their part of a bankruptcy is they are supposed to make strides since nobody's on their case. They're to make strides to pay you. They are to pay you back. I was in business so many years. I had two people, after they filed bankruptcy, got on their feet, got to doing good, and came in and paid off their bankruptcies. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Wow, that's impressive. All right, Larry, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I've got to take a quick break, and then I'll come back and, and uh, wrap this up, because we've got so much more news that we haven't even begun to touch on The Gary Nolan Show. It's the Zimmer Radio Network. It's at 1021, and we're talking about uh, not paying back student loan debt. These kids are just voluntarily saying, no, they're not going to do it. Uh, and I'm outraged by it because it's it's not the, the private marketplace. It's actually you and me that have to pay that back. And it's it, it, the government just shouldn't be involved in this at all. Uh, but Brian and I are going to have a little contest here. Uh, Brian, you've got a member of the, uh, the government that uh, is inaudible when he speaks. Uh, and I, and I want to hear what you've got. Let me bring it up. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. And, uh, and, uh, the, uh, and Aqua and Paul Strong. And uh, as I, uh, America's commitment to Israel is firm. All right, that's pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. All right, let me try my side. Uh, this would be uh, from Pennsylvania, John Fetterman. My message to the, the CEOs, the CEOs is, you know, at seventy-four million dollars, you know, collectively earning that, you know, how many yachts can they need, you know, to to yacht, to water uh, to ski behind it? You know, I mean, it's just crazy. You know, I don't. My message. <laughs> okay, which one is worse? I'm man. That's close. It really uh, I is. I think actually, I think Biden is just a little bit worse. 
I think probably, yeah. But boy, that was... <laughs> All right, you beat me this time. Uh, but we'll try next week once again. I'm sure there'll be more clips, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there, uh, there are bazillions of them. Oh, Lord. All right, uh, ABC News poll uh, that uh, we, we sort of uh, touched on a little bit earlier. This is, this is incredible. Trump edges out Biden, 31-42. Edges out? Edges uh, out? 31-42, that's 11 no, points. 51-42. 51-42, okay. Well, that's still 11 points, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> no. Or 10 points? Or 9 11? points. How much is it? 9. 9, okay. I'm trying to see this in my head. Yeah, uh, there, you're, you're not going to see anything in there. But that's not edging out. Right. No, that's that's not edging out. Trump edges out Biden fifty one forty two. That's a hammering. I mean, that is. It, it, that's not even. Most races turn on two or three points. That that poll shows nine points. His job approval rating nineteen points underwater. Uh, he doesn't handle the economy very well in, in the eyes of most Americans. A record number say that they've become worse off under his presidency. Uh, and ABC is now saying, hey, look, uh, don't trust our poll. Uh, this, this looks like an outlier. <laughs> oh, boy. It looks like you outed a liar, but it doesn't look like an outlier. Um, they, they changed their headline. <clears throat> Uh, the uh, the headline is troubles for Biden, not just his age in re-election campaign poll. Uh, but I like the edges out fifty one forty two. That's it. Well, yeah, that's close. I just edged out. Woo! By the skin of his teeth, he's ahead. Oh, he is hammering him. All right, on the uh, college loan thing, let me get a couple of calls in here that we got to change directions. Joshua, good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Oh, it's going well. Good to hear. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really care about the um, the federal government being involved in student loans. But the one thing I do want to say is, the feds loaned out the money, which allowed the institutions to raise costs in their education. And to tell you the truth, I think that the education system and the big businessmen and the government is all corrupt, and the only thing they care about is how they can make more money themselves. And eventually the people got to rise up because this government, they don't care about us. They only care about themselves. All the politicians, they only care about the money and the power. You know, the president of Mizzou gets $500,000 a year. He doesn't care about the employees making only 45000 a year. Somebody has to pay for it, and I think it should be the rich. I don't think it should be the taxpayers, the average age taxpayers. I think the billionaires, we should take the money out of their pockets, and they should pay for everything in this economy that they've destroyed. Um, what did they destroy? Are, are all they've billionaires? Destroyed. Yeah, yeah. All Inflation. billionaires are, are guilty of destroying. Don't they billionaires create jobs? No, they create minimal wage jobs, keep taxes flowing, and keep their business running. They don't create. They hardly create wealthy jobs for people to actually get ahead. They keep oh, them afloat. Oh, oh, is it their job? Wait, wait, wait. Is it their job? To create high-paying jobs? It's their job to take care of people. If, if you agree, how, I mean... Well, if how does it, how, hold, hold it, hold it. 
How is it their job to take care of people? Because that's just the ethical thing to do is to take care of one another, not take advantage of people. And that's all these. All right, Josh. Joshua, let's let's say uh, let me ask you this. Do you think that anybody has ever created jobs just because someone needed to go to work? Say, say it again. Do you think anybody has ever created jobs just because someone needed to go to work? Do you think yeah, Chevrolet think created jobs on the assembly line because there were some people in Detroit that didn't have jobs and they said, hey, uh, we'll create a job for you. Come on over here. Do you think that's how it worked? No, they need employers. They need employees for the more production that they have. So they said... We want to make more money. If we can make more cars, we can make more money. So I'm going to offer you this job. And here's what it pays. Here are the benefits. Are you interested? They didn't create the job because someone was looking for work. They created the job because they wanted to make more money. And somebody who wanted to make money to feed their family said, that's good. I'll take that. But that's the how the free market. Huh? The government constantly pers provides big business subsidies with taxes and all sorts of things with tax breaks because the government wants as many people that they can be employed so that they can continue to collect taxes. That's what's most important to the government. That's why unemployment is such an important figure to the government is because it represents how many people are working and how many how many tax dollars are getting off the people. See, the government doesn't care if you make $100,000 and they can tax you. They care more about the people that make they care more about employing so, numerous amounts of people. Uh, with right. small amounts of I, I want to. I would love for us to be able to not take a break because I want to get to the bottom of your logic here. Uh, if I'm making a million dollars a year, should the government take a bigger chunk of my money than you at fifty grand a year? You know, Gary, it's it's hard to say what's right and what's wrong, but I think that the people who constantly take advantage of us, like just like Biden just like Trump, the people who constantly make all this money. It's like they have a responsibility to take care of the people that don't have the same opportunity. No, as they don't. They don't have uh, a responsibility. They may they voluntarily do, do uh, philanthropic things with their money, but they don't have any obligation. That's, that's not accurate. Jobs are created by wealthy people. Subsidies going to corporations is wrong. If, if you're arguing that that should end, you are correct. There should be no government subsidies going to private corporations. But that doesn't make every billionaire a bad guy. And that doesn't make, the, make it fair for the government to take more of my money than the next guy because I happen to earn more. That's just a sign of greed, asking the government to take more of my money. I don't get any special road for it or extra protection from the military. I don't get anything except raked over the coals. And the more they tax me, the less money I have to pay my employees. All right. I'm up against the clock. Joshua, thank you very much for the call. I really appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. 874-9390. The toll-free number is 800-529-5572. Gary Nolan Zimmer, Radio Network. This is The Gary Nolan Show.
It's 10.35. Glad to have you with us. The caller that we had on just a few minutes ago suggesting that the government gives uh, all these subsidies to corporations and we should tax the snot out of them because they're doing that. Well, they don't give subsidies to all corporations. Uh, I guarantee you Mike Lindell over at MyPillow isn't getting a subsidy. Uh, there are all kinds of big corporations that make bigger money than him that don't. But the government, at the same time, he is correct. The government should not give a subsidy to any corporation. That's not what they're there for. The sole purpose of the government, and believe me, everything that the government does now outside of this could have been and could be done by the private marketplace. I don't care if you're talking about uh, the FAA or highways and roads. Uh, I don't care what you're talking about. It could be done without government involvement and much more efficiently. Their only task is to protect us at the federal level from other countries and at the state and local level to protect us from each other. That's, their, that's solely what they're supposed to do. In the event somebody sends a missile over here or tries to attack us, uh, it is then the job of the U.S. government to rally the troops and defend the country. In the event you get clubbed over the head, somebody steals your car, whatever, that's the job of local law enforcement to protect you from those bad guys. The government's job is not to educate your children at any level, college, high school, grade school, nursery school. Their job is not to pave roads. Their job is not to tell you what you can consume or can't. It's not to tell you what medicines you can take or what doctors you can see. It's not to tell you you can or cannot consume alcohol, tobacco, marijuana, or any other consumable. It just isn't their job. And if they weren't involved in all of these things, then everything that we're talking about, whether it's education or health care, uh, food, anything, would become far less expensive. Somewhere along the line, Democrats and Republicans decided that they could bribe you for votes. And frankly, it started in 1913. You, you ended up with an income tax that made it easier to raise funds, to spend recklessly. You create a Federal Reserve that enables you to create money out of whole cloth. You do these things and it gets you elected, but it also destroys the republic. So no, we should be giving money to any corporation. But corporations aren't the bad guys, and they shouldn't be taxed more heavily than anybody else. If we're all going to live in this country, we should all pay the same price. If you're going to, the the problem, of course, is you can't you can't do that. You can't figure out, you know, how how the poorest people can pay that price. So you got to find a voluntary way to collect those taxes. And the voluntary way is with a fair tax or even the excise tax. There should be no income tax 
Wealthy people should be able to keep their money. I don't care if they sit on it. I don't care if they flush it down the toilet. It's theirs. But, no, we shouldn't be taxing them at a, at a greater rate. I don't know how I got there, but I got there. All right, let me go to the phones. Marissa is on in Columbia. Hey, Marissa, good morning. Hi, Gary. I just wanted to make your listeners aware of something with student loans that, that probably most don't think about. I would like to know how much student loan fraud there is because I have been a, I am currently a victim of student loan fraud. I haven't been in school since 2001, never had a student loan, but someone stole my information and took out a student loan in my name. It was super easy for them to do. They got $5,000 from the government. Now, the government makes it super hard for you to prove that that loan is not yours. I have been fighting with them for years. They made me turn over all kinds of information, everything but about my firstborn child to give to them to prove it wasn't mine. I even had to file a police report with Columbia Police Department, which I felt like an idiot calling them to, to file it. I, I told them, I know you won't do, you can't, they can't do anything with it. I'm like, but I need you to file this as proof, you know, that I did it. They said, the federal government told me I had to file a police report. Well, one of the reasons why the federal government denied me and said they, I could not prove that student loan was my, was not mine was because the local police did not investigate it. So I'd like to know how much fraudulent student loan there is. So you, I will be one you, of those people that if, if they pin that loan on me, I won't be paying it back. I will get my, I have an awesome credit. My credit is going to be destroyed over this. Do they compare signatures or anything? I don't know. They didn't. I mean, I gave, you know, I gave them my signature. And another thing I asked them, like, the person had, like, all the, like, they had to put, um, you know, people to call, you know, if you went delinquent on your loan, like, people that could. And all the people were, like, these Florida numbers. I called every single one of those numbers. None of those numbers, of course, matched up to the fraudulent name that they put. What asked bank account? The loan company. Marissa, ask them what bank account uh, that cash that check was cashed in. I did. I did. I followed it back. It was just, it's, you know how there's just those online banks? It was one of those. Well, it I should mean, nobody still. Had to, nobody had to show their face. Nothing to get that money. That money was just forwarded to this fake bank account that they set up in my name. Uh, there ought to be a way to investigate who. Steal money. So the, the bank account on this online bank was in your name? Yeah. Uh -huh. and, yep. and did they, they use your social? Name. They use yep. your social? Yep. Yep, because they had stole my social security number. Yep. Yeah. Another, something else that ought not exist is that social security number. All right. Marissa, I wish you the best of luck. And no, you should not have to pay that loan back. Um, yeah, uh, thank you, know, you, Gary. Thank you. Take care. Again, the government's involved, making it that much more difficult to clear up. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about, <clears throat> pardon me, about libertarians, because Robert F. Kennedy is allegedly flirting with the idea of running as a libertarian. If you're a libertarian... If you're a libertarian, the last guy that you want running as a libertarian presidential candidate is Robert F. Kennedy. He is not 
a libertarian. He is not a libertarian. I, uh, I'll talk about this probably in the next segment, if not at 11.05. Pat on student loan, good morning. Well, uh, earlier you were talking, Gary, about uh, the purpose for government, and I, you're kind of wrong on what you said the purpose of government is. Oh? And so let's just go back to the Declaration of Independence, because that sets up what the purpose of government is in the United States, which is to secure the rights of man. The right not to be assaulted? Taxed to death. <laughs> the right, no, I, I'm not saying that protection is not part of it. That is part of securing. But it's about securing our rights. And what they do is the ac- absolute opposite of securing our rights. Yeah, I, I think it's a, a, distinction, a, difference without, a distinction without a difference. Uh, in order to secure those rights, they have to protect us from themselves, from their own bad instincts. Correct, and but but they're supposed to protect our God-given rights, our right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And they've violated all every which way but loose. They certainly have violated (laughs) the crap out of it. All right, Pat, thank you. Uh Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yep, they constantly do that and violate your rights. So, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is not a libertarian. I'm baffled by this. We'll chat about it next on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. Must be nice to be able to spend money, and when you don't have enough, just go demand it from somebody, even if it's not yours and you're not entitled, because then you can can follow all kinds of whims and do all kinds of goofy things. Uh, For instance, in Kansas City, I don't know, Brian, did you hear about this? New streetcar in Kansas City? I did not, no. Oh, and it's not Kansas City, Kansas. This is embarrassing. It's Kansas City, Missouri. They have come up with a streetcar that is Barbie-themed. Barbie-themed. You can't can't make this stuff up. Kansas City, Missouri unveiled a Barbie-themed streetcar dubbed the Dream Streetcar. Decked out in familiar bubblegum pink wrapping. It even rewrites the city's name as Kansas City. And it cost taxpayers $25,000. $25,000. Really? To make a Barbie-themed streetcar? You're listening to a guy who doesn't think we should have any government-run streetcars or bus systems. It ought to all be privatized. It's all operating in the black, in every city, I'm in the red, in every city, anywhere. Oh, no, Gary. See, this is uh, intended to boost ridership, uh, even though the streetcar is free. You see, they've taken lessons from Columbia, Columbia Missouri on the streetcar, uh, and pretty soon, you're going to see people just, you know, coming out of the walls to ride this pink streetcar. Yeah, I want to be seen getting on and off of that damn thing. You know, for people in Springfield, uh, people in Jeff may know about this. People in Springfield may not. We have a, a bus system in Columbia that hasn't charged anybody for a ride in how long, Brian? Two, three years? Something like that, yeah. Since the pandemic. And they still don't have enough customers. I believe they're going to be waiving fees again for another year. 
maybe what they need to do, and and I know they're that we are paying a consultant to help turn this around. Yeah, they're doing a study. Yeah, again, the, uh, this system. is at least the third study that I yeah, know. Yeah, it's of. really important to do these studies. You don't out have what's enough. If you don't have enough riders, when you're not charging anything, <laughs> maybe if you really want to increase ridership, you have to have a reward. Like, get on the bus uh, and get a $5 bill. So, because if, if zero's not doing it, you gotta go, got to go the other way. Now, most businesses don't operate that way. No? No, 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 Brian, in the private marketplace. You mean that I have to pay somebody to get a product instead of the other way around? Yes. Man, I thought I could just drive up to the restaurant and say, hey, how much are you paying for my meal today? (laughs) Yeah, you can't just walk into Gerbs and fill up the grocery cart for free so that Gerbs can have more people. But at least if Gerbs did that, they would have more people. The bus system, no. So, um... And anyway, that's the the problem with the bus system here. They're actually not charging and doing studies to to increase. I don't want them to increase ridership, Brian. It just costs us more money. I, I don't understand how come they can't see it. I guarantee you, you ask any of the people that paid for this study. Well, you and me, that was the wrong thing to say. But the people that said, hey, we need to do a study. None of those people take the bus. None of them. I would bet my life on it. Get the government out of the way, and public transportation will be done by the private marketplace much more efficiently and without taking tax dollars. But anyway, they have in Kansas City come up with their dream streetcar, and it's Barbie-themed. Now, in a year, that twenty-five grand that they invested in that crappy little thing is going to have another $25,000 added to it so they can get rid of the pink because it's ugly and nobody wants to ride it anyway. Maybe they have to do a study first before they get rid of it. Hey, well, we got some people here in Missouri that uh, work in Columbia. We'll send them right on, on, right on down to Kansas City. Eh, that ought to fix the thing. All right, libertarians. Um, there are... At least three libertarian candidates who are throwing their hat in the ring to run for president that I'm aware of. And I have not done a deep dive into any of them, although I did give to one um, because his campaign manager was mine. Uh, It was the the same guy, Steve Dasbach. But I, I haven't settled on a candidate for sure. But the news here is that Robert Kennedy Jr., has said he has plans to continue his long-shot challenge against Biden and the Democratic Party, but might run as a third party. Uh, That would be the Libertarian Party. If Mr. Kennedy does decide to leave the Democrat Party, um, one potential landing spot, they say, is the Libertarian Party, which at the moment lacks a widely known candidate but has excelled in securing ballot access. We are one of the few third parties to get on all 50 state ballots, and we almost always get on at least 45, 50, 45, 48, somewhere around there, and sometimes all 50. If Mr. Kennedy met privately 
with Angela McArdle, the chair of the Libertarian Party, at a conference uh, in July, he did, uh, that they were both attending in, uh, in Memphis. And this has been on the down low. Nobody has known about this. He emphasized that he was committed to running as a Democrat, but said he would consider himself very libertarian. If you were very libertarian, you would be a libertarian. But you're not. You're a Democrat. And you're going to push man-made global warming. Uh, in fact, Mr. Kennedy would like to incarcerate um, uh, anybody who doesn't buy into the man-made global warming. Here, listen. I think those guys who are saying that global warming doesn't exist, that they are contemptible human beings, and that, you know, I wish that there were a law you could punish them under. That's a criminal offense, and they ought to be serving time for it. That L is Libertarians not. don't think like that? Uh, no. Huh. No. And there are libertarians who believe there's man-made global warming as much as there are libertarians who don't. I'm telling you, it is the party that most closely resembles what the Founding Fathers envisioned for the country. He does not fit the mold. Um, I guess I could bring on libertarian candidates. Libertarians don't do things the way the Democrats and Republicans do. They'll be on ballots and primaries in a few states. And I was in Missouri when I ran, and by the way, I won. However, we pick our candidates the way they used to with the Democrat and Republican parties. We have a national convention. We get delegates, people who are committed to the libertarian ideal. And we send them to that convention. They hear from the leading candidates. And they make the decision there. We don't need taxpayer dollars to decide who we're going to nominate to run for president. And Democrats and Republicans shouldn't either. This would clear things up so much if the, if the Democrats and Republicans didn't have primaries but had conventions where they get to nominate. Delegates get to make those choices. Instead, it costs all of us tons of money for them to choose who they want. Doesn't seem fair. Gary, I do believe the federal, state, and local governments do create jobs for the friends at taxpayer expenses. Yeah, I'm not talking about the government. I'm talking about corporations. All right, quick break. My favorite pizza place coming up on The Gary Nolan Show. This is The Gary Nolan Show.